Cocksuckers. Cocksuckers. The new song I'm working on. It's uh, a great song. It's thank for you. sync. It's, <laughs> it's it's like, you know, for like Hunter's season four or whatever. Oh, they killed that show's done, but how how to tell when someone's new to sync. <laughs> you think of this as this would be a really good song for a brand. Cocksuckers. Totally. Cocksuckers. Yeah. It might be good for a Sandler movie or something. Could, uh, could yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I Probably mean, won't get resynced. Wasn't but. there a John Cena movie called Cockblockers, but they couldn't call it Cockblockers on? It's just called yes. Blockers, and there was a silhouette of a. It wasn't a penis. It was a rooster, a cock. Yes, if you will. Um, uh, yeah, it yeah. Was exactly, exactly what it was. It was yeah. like a rooster with blockers. Yeah, so cock blockers. Like, oh, yeah, nobody knows what that means. Well, but it's so funny that they couldn't use the word cock, but they had to They had to use this silhouette of a chicken <laughs> to symbolize it. It's fucking dumb. Well, and like, you know, and, and I, I mean, ostensibly, the whole point of that is so that, right, I mean, ostensibly, the point of it is not that adults get it. Yeah. It's that you don't offend children or that you don't or that kids don't see it. But kids are such I mean, they're much more visually oriented towards like emoji. Yeah. You know, so like kids would get it far quicker than like some 50 year old would be like chicken blockers. That doesn't make any sense at all. I don't understand. Welcome to Two Shots and a Royalty Check brought to you by Venmo. Your money, your move and liquid death. Murder your thirst. Let's get back into it. But like it. a kid would be like, Dad, that's cock. Cock blockers. Cock yeah. blockers. I, it's to all of those things. The euphemisms to keep us a puritanical society just always piss me off. <laughs> Cheese and baffling. rice instead of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, you know, that sort of thing. Like, oh, oh, shucks. Yeah. Those son of a biscuit. It just, like, I know what you were going to say. Just say it. You're not going to hell. I like to uh, I like to take the Ron uh, Burgundy approach to thing instead of saying holy shit I'll say by the beard of Zeus or you know something like that the uh, sweet yes. Lincoln's mullet that kind of uh, thing um, I've I've enjoyed those lately and for and the longest time I used to say what in the Britney Spears is going on here like I did <laughs> did use that one Aww. what in the Britney Aww. Spears are you talking about Aww. <laughs> that's okay oh. we'll allow it. So, That's when you know you're pretty good in society, though, when someone uses you as a cuss word. Yeah. What in the Charlie Sheen is going on here? I mean, they do it to me. Please don't St. James this. I have an idea for you. Um, and I don't know what that is in place of. Like, please don't fuck this up. Please don't kill this. Please don't make fun of it just yet. Or, or no, do it, might, it might be it's the, what uh, Michael does, you know. Let me tell you all the reasons you're wrong about this is really... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is... that is. Oh, I thought you were going to do it. I uh, thought you were going to St. James me. <laughs> uh, let me tell you all the reasons you're wrong about this. Let me uh, tell you. Mm-hmm. You silly beaver. I have a few ideas. I, I, oh, do, I, do you have a take on this? <laughs> I do. I, I really do. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been talking about it for years because I've, I, I used to preface... Like when I was going to, quote unquote, St. James something... I would say, here's the thing. And then I started saying, I'm Stu Miller, and here's the thing. And so I've just decided at some point in time, I'm going to start a, start a micro podcast. It's called, I'm Stu Miller, and here's the thing. 
It's called Here's yeah. the Thing with Stu Miller. And it's just basically going to be my rant about dumb shit that happened that day. <laughs> well, that is one of the podcasts I would probably launch this year is The Future Sucks Right Now. No, oh, very nice. And that is basically my, my daily rant. Here's what grinds my gears, <laughs> you know? It's <laughs> oh, amazing. Here's what really grinds my gears. Yeah, I yeah, I just uh, Lindsay Lohan. I, uh, um, I, yeah, if anybody's seen that episode, it's pretty good. I, I mean, I did do you have ever a, see Cock Blockers? I didn't watch it. I am a massive John Cena fan. I mean, I, I I've yet to be able to find him in any photos, but um, uh, I don't know if you know that. What do you mean in any photos? Like there's porn? a there's a there's a meme like about him not really being pre. I don't I don't quite understand it, but there'll be a photo of John Cena and there's nothing there. It's like I don't quite understand that thing. I'm gonna need you to Google that shit for me and figure out. Will you St. James that for me and tell me why I'm wrong? Here's the thing. I'm Stu Miller, and here's the thing. I can't find John Cena in these photos. Uh, um, what that's a, like a meme is that John Cena is in a photo like that. that he's not in. Yeah, like he's like they'll, they'll show a photo. This is a fo- most recent photo of John Cena, and there's nothing in it, you know, or something like that. John Cena. Okay, I can tell you, John okay. Cena's "You Can't See Me" yeah. catchphrase. Uh-huh. Uh, which was from his ah, ra- wrestling yes. days. Fuck, I forgot about that. Thank you. It became one of the most quotable in wrestling alongside other iconic catchphrases like rest in peace and if you smell what the rock is cooking. Yep. The- um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's playfully taunting his opponents, and that's where it came from. Yeah. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. I knew mm-hmm. it was something to do with something that I couldn't remember. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you're not if you're not up on all the WWE like things. I used to watch that shit obsessively. Obsessively. Like I Your watched stories. It. it was yeah, with my, my my programs, you know. Um no, I was a massive fan of the WWE or the WWF before the World Wildlife Foundation says, "We can't fucking save these pandas if you assholes keep spearing it and <laughs> pile driving them." You know. Um so uh yeah, but uh, even like the fucking what was the like ugly? in what days? What what? Who was your wrestler? Who was uh, who was the, well, who was going when you were doing it? The end of the end the end of my viewing of it was Cena and The Rock and all that kind of stuff. But you know, it was I mean for me it was uh, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan. You know, like that kind of shit. And I oh still, yeah, back in the day, day. Yeah, I still think Macho Man Randy Savage might have been the fucking greatest wrestling character in the history of yeah. yeah. Like, that's a lot of cocaine. The amount of cocaine that that man did. I mean, he had had about four drops of blood in his blow stream, you know? I mean, it just... There was... uh, And the amount that those guys were oiled up and sweating, it's insane. What a I think the last time I was watching was... I was living with some guys in an apartment. And by that, I mean, like, five guys in a one-bedroom apartment. And we would rip bongs and watch Goldberg. Fuck yeah. His son just, uh, uh, he's going to see you, I guess. Goldberg's kid, yeah. Yeah. I met him. He's Uh, just a lovely guy. Oh, that, that, I mean, I've heard that about a lot of those guys. Yeah, he's just, just so lovely. Like, like timid. He's the kind of, like, I don't think I ever met someone like a professional athlete who, 
it, does the hand over shake? You know, they shake your hand and then give you the Clinton overhand. The, the extra? The left yeah. hand on top a of little, it. Yeah. A little squishy, squishy. Yeah, like, it's really nice to meet you. That kind of thing. Oh, I love Like, he was that. taking the time. Like, he didn't do the whole, like, you know, slap your hand really quick and, like, ah, fuck, yeah, thanks for watching. No, he was, he was very, it was actually, at like, sort of an industry thing. So, no. you know, he didn't have the persona on. Yeah. Um, but he was just, yeah, he was lovely. Not too drunk, had a few drinks in him, a little loose, but yeah. very nice, laughing. Yeah. yeah, he was great. So I, do so kids, do meet your heroes. Yeah, some of yeah, some of them absolutely. <laughs> uh some of them do not. Um so uh you you look like you've gotten some rest recently. Um how's 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 cat let's 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 get to cat watch twenty twenty four. Cat Watch is going okay. Okay. Uh, it's partially because the weather is changing and the time is changing. Ah, uh, yes. So, like, you know, 5.30 is becoming closer to 6 o'clock. 4, 4.30 became closer to 5. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's okay. Um I think there's also been a lot of stress in the house, and so I'm I'm doing a bunch of things on on my side of things, and so the cats are sort of in another place and they're sleeping a uh-huh. little bit more gotcha. in the evening. But like, you know, I I I started doing this thing where I was basically sleeping on the couch until like 3 a.m. and then going into bed. Yeah, to like keep the boy kitty kind of near me. Yeah, and not freaking out and meowing, <laughs> meowing. Yeah, that part has worked. Although last night we huh. went to a um, a very nice dinner, a oh. very nice Italian restaurant. Yes, and and it's weird because I don't, I'm not, I I, I do go out, not not as often <laughs> as some would like, but I don't really go out to like we go to restaurants or whatever. But like I yeah. don't, I, I love to cook. We, we eat most of our meals, I cook them, and yeah. so. Going to like a really rich Italian restaurant, and it was Ooh. a fantastic dinner and yeah. like a lot of red wine and all of that. And, um, it which I'm just like last night, I mean, I only ate half of it, it was like Parpadelli, um, Bolognese. Oh, nice, super fantastic! Really yeah, good. thank you, Angela's, for having us. But it was, it was fantastic. But <clears throat> god damn, restaurant food is so rich. Oh, yeah. Like, the rest of the night, I was just like, oh, my God, how much did I eat? And I still have leftovers. I'm like, yeah. good Lord. How do people eat like this all the time? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I went out with uh, with a friend for some Italian food recently, too. And it was really good. And we had good wine and great conversation. And uh, But, you know, they got uh, some, like, vodka pasta thing. And I got, yeah. um, I got gnocchi. And by the end of it, like... And we got some, we got an appetizer of some like breads and, you know, delicious cheeses. But, you know, I don't eat that much stuff like that anymore. No. Just be, just, no. you know, like out of choice, like, you know, like there's ways to like that I like to eat. So I don't feel like total asshole the next day or that yeah. even that day, you know, because what you eat does affect how you, how you perform as a as a human machine, and it's just like the amount of not just the the intensity of the the food, like you were saying, the yeah. richness. You're like, how much did I fucking eat? Because it feels like you ate an entire an entire like chunk of you know just raw uncooked pasta and just shoved and it. Probably on. a stick of butter. Stick of butter. Yeah, exactly. I don't cook with that much butter. I'm more of an olive oil guy. So, ooh, 
I got gifted some really good olive oil, some Greek olive oil recently. That's very, very, very good. Is it just like dirty virgin or is it that extra virgin? It's, I don't even know, but it's from like a vineyard. It's that it's well. well. I'm waiting for them to come up with the extra slutty virgin. (laughs) Extra slutty uh, olive oil. (laughs) We did have oysters though. Like, uh, yeah, I, I was like, well, I, here's my rule when I go out to eat, because I do cook, like, I I cook really good meals. I do a lot of salmon, chicken, you know, that's, and, I'd like, try to make a few vegetarian meals a week and stuff, but yeah. um, but my rule when I go out is I don't, I don't order something that I, that I normally could make. Yes, I agree with I that. Could, I could probably make it if I put yeah. everything together. Do some but research. But like, I try to order something, like if it's handmade, big pasta, I don't really eat that. I may regular yeah. spaghetti pasta or like angel hair or something, but I don't really eat that kind of pasta. So I'll do that. Yeah. I don't really make meatballs. <clears throat> and so... Well, you, sir, are missing out. I know. I'm I, just kidding. I've always thought meatballs are just like... Like a ripoff, like you just put together like a hamburger thing. But I mean, when you get a great one, you know, yeah, you're like, oh, that's okay, I get it. Yeah, that's my, pretty damn good. My ex-wife, her fam, my first ex-wife. I have two of those. Drink, drink. Um, I uh, they're Italian, um, and they have a meatball recipe that is absolutely fucking amazing. Um, and sidebar, my my boy really loves the Subway meatball sandwich because it's one of the only all beef meatballs. That they're oh, out there that he can really? eat because he does not I eat the not pig. Pigs are his favorite animal. Well, they just changed their recipe. It's now half pork, half beef. And he was like, saying, he's like, I'd like a meatball. And he read the thing. And he just went, fuck, I'll have steak. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't eat, he doesn't eat pork because he loves pigs. Exactly. Since he was about three years old, he's... Uh, Did he see know. Babe or something? I don't know what it was. He, I think he... like he, Okay, so he had, uh, like, one of the first stuffies that he loved was a pig. And, yeah. you know, to the point, like, this pig is a dilapidated... Uh, was pink, now is brown. Um, I think at some point in time when he was teething, he gnawed all of the fur off the ears kind of thing. <laughs> and, and he has a backup of this pig that's like the, the, the twin that I think just sits in the closet. But he's got one that's just, I mean, this thing smells like fucking hell, yeah, you know, yeah. and still is in his. I mean, I still have my teddy bear from when I was a kid, missing one eye. And it's fucking in the closet over there. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so he just doesn't, he doesn't eat the pig stuff. So um, that's uh, interesting. I wonder if that is like true across... A lot of people. I mean, I don't eat elephant because <laughs> I, like, I had a little baby elephant when I was a kid. Yeah, I had a little baby not a, elephant. Not a real one. Yeah. <laughs> I, ref- I refuse to eat uh, turtle meat because, yeah. Um, yeah. or like something like really exotic. Uh, platypus isn't for me because yeah. I had. Because at four years old, I had a little Petey the platypus. Petey and, the platypus yeah. was my bestest friend in the world. <laughs> anyway, I everybody do love other. elephants, though. I do too, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's like a a societal thing. I wonder. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. So, um, well, sorry. We had, so we had we had uh, regular oysters and nice. on the half shell, and then also charbroiled, which mm. were it was crazy. The ones on the half shell, the regular ones, yeah, with the mini air sauce and all the rest of it, like yeah. they were just you know you taste the sea and it's kind of fantastic. Yeah, the charbroiled ones brought out the oyster mm. taste in it. It was okay. kind of weird. 
I'm not an like, oyster and fan. Like fishy, fishy, which yeah. I'm always concerned fishy, when I fishy. eat fish and it smells and it tastes like fish. <laughs> yeah, because it's because it's like all, watching all those shows on Food Network and they're like, you don't want it to smell like fish or taste like fish. I'm like, why are we getting fish? Yeah, exactly. Well, you want it to taste like the sea, and I'm like. You mean like coughing up salt water? I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> Bourdain? God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now I do understand what they mean. Yeah. There's a difference between a lovely shrimp and something that tastes and smells like shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you just got to go through it. You just got to know what that means. I can't explain it to you. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you mean by that. Absolutely. Or a lovely piece of, you know, pan-seared yeah. cod. Uh, and then something that smells and tastes like cod. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I do like a good, good seafood. Uh, yeah, I, the the Italian meal thing is like uh, I I don't think I could do it all the time. However, uh, we did find out that when we were over having dinner, that uh, this place does like a fucking wicked happy hour, and like the, all their wine is like half off on a Tuesday. <laughs> and uh, I, I, it's a, but it's an, it's it's that weird thing where they're like it's only between two and six p.m. All bottles of wine are half off, and it's like, well, the pair of us are fucking self-employed, so when we're if we're we're gonna come over and we're gonna murder a couple of your really yeah. good bottles of wine, <laughs> dude. That the exact same thing happened. So we went kind of early, yeah, and um and so he was like, you know, there's twenty minutes left on the happy hour. If you want to get this wine or these oysters, four bottles, blah, blah. four bottles of this now. Yeah, and we were going to get the oysters anyway, so I was like, yeah. okay, great. Yeah, we'll yeah, get that. Totally. Great. I, yeah, I'm down for a deal. And <laughs> so when I get the, <laughs> you know, I'm not stupid, you know. Yeah. So when I get the bill, we get the bill, and, you know, we had been, we drank all night, took a car and did all that. So we yeah. had m- multiple things of wine. Yeah, and. Good. Good. So when I look at the bill, I wanted to see, okay, well, how much do we save on the happy hour stuff? <laughs> because I just sort of assumed it's half off or yeah. quite a bit of a deal. No. It was like the glass of red wine in happy hour was $11. Oh. The gra- glass of red wine over the evening was, was $12. Only a, it was <laughs> I was a, like, you gave, is a dollar off for happy hour? That's not a happy hour. No, that's not even. I'm that, not even. That is, I'm not even chagrined. That is a slight it's, crack of smile. Uh, yeah, you know, oh. yeah. I'm not even. I'm not even uh, appeased. Uh, it's yeah. much less happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This chair has slightly less cushioning now. Um, oh, here's uh, another fun thing. At the end of the bill, there is a 3.5 percent surcharge for the. I just said surcharge. I was like, oh, okay. Did you ask him what it was for? Yes, and he showed me on the menu where it said, and this is to put more money into the back kitchen, to pay more money in the back kitchen while keeping the menu prices low enough for value. And I was like, I swear to God, I was like, I'm going to go back and ask them. Yeah. Do you get that 350? Yeah. Do you get that three and a half percent? Have you guys received a three and a half percent cost of living raise back here? Do you know that they're 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 but here's kicking the, off three and a half percent on everybody for that? Here's the thing. I I'm Stu Miller and here's the thing. Why not just okay, if you raise the prices by three and a half percent on all the menu items and then just do away with that, people aren't gonna be confused. What's the to keep value low is a pile of bullshit. You're just it's, it totally is. Yeah. These were all $30, $40 plates, too. Yeah. I mean, like, this is a nice yeah. restaurant. It's, yeah. you know, I, 
not to we're no, I'm not flexing. There's plenty yeah. of more expensive restaurants, but yeah. it was it was in line with a nice restaurant. Like I said, you know, glasses of wine were you know twelve to fifteen bucks, and yeah. And and so I was like, it's not like it's not like they really did keep their menu prices that yeah. low, and they're certainly not taking it out of you on happy hour with a yeah. dollar off. <laughs> yeah, and also like I mean, at the other, at the end of the side of it, it's like I don't mind paying for you know kitchen staff, give them a pay raise, raise the prices. I don't give a shit. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But to have this like it, it's this it's this shine me on like I'm showing you right here how I am magnanimously taking care of my staff. It's yeah, like, I don't need or, to fucking know that. at least they're, they're proclaiming to. Yeah, exactly. Like, in that way, I kind of don't feel like, you know, if I, I was, I mean, of course I do this all the time. Then I yeah. start thinking, okay, how many, <laughs> how many tables are in here? How many plates were sold? What's that 350? What's that 3.5% over yeah. the night? Mm-hmm. And what would that be equivalent to, to the kitchen staff in the back of maybe six, maybe two dishwashers, two sous chefs, you know, blah, blah. And I'm like, what would that be equivalent to? And I'm, I mean, I'm like, I'm doing the thing in my head. I'm like, that's like an extra $2,000 a night at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Like, you know, average bill is probably about 200 bucks or something. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, just sitting there, I was like, well, let's see, what would that be? I was like, so for six people in the back, are they making the $2,000? Are you guys all getting 300 extra dollars tonight? I doubt it. Yeah, exactly. No. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's all fucking scam this country. God damn it. (laughs) I do you. So you went there last night. You went to this fancy Italian place last night. Yes, it did. Yes, I yes. went to a big rock show. Oh, um, I went on. So uh, late, late, uh, probably like late summer last year, August of last year. Chris, my best friend, my bestest friend in the world, Mister Childress, one of the finest guitar players on the planet, um, got us. Yeah, I like Chris. Yep, he. Um, d- gifted us. That was Megadeth, everyone. That was Train of Consequences. Um, yeah. but that was not so where that joke with Childress and I, <laughs> because we thought we thought Grace Potter was going to break out Train of Consequences. Uh, oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't. Uh, she did. She did not. She did not do that at the show. Um, so Chris gifted us a VIP experience to see Extreme and Living Color. Those Extreme's new oh, big rock and record. Extreme is one of your favorite bands. Ever. Uh yes. Um, and uh. So so we we get there yeah last night they 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 had a, a COVID scare one of the one of the crew members got sick last year and they canceled the show. Chris and I went around the corner had a couple of beers and you know came home. Uh, and then um, so like last yesterday we meet at like four o'clock outside the theater and we are all corralled into a little thing. We've got a lanyard and a signed poster as part of the VIP experience. And then we see them do sound check. They played three songs that they didn't play uh, at the show. And then did like a big like group photo. It was really kind of cool. They're like, hey, listen, we're going to stay away and everything like that. But we'll be up on the stage. We'll bring you in five, ten at a time. We don't give a fuck if you get sick. <laughs> you guys can congregate yeah. all together, yeah. but we'll be up here. Y'all, I'm just kidding. y'all heard I'm just together. Kidding. We're way up here. <laughs> that was fine. Um, and they were, they were, they were, uh, the funny part was watching the soundtrack. They're going, they're, uh, you know, they say, what do you guys like? Nuno is, you know, like, what do you guys want to hear? And like, uh. Uh, the the people are like screaming out a song. He's like, "Yeah, we're fucking playing that. Yeah, we're fucking playing that." And then somebody said something from uh, like their fourth or fifth record, and like, the guy they went, 
it was fucking cool because then the band's like looking at each other and they go, holy fuck, how does that go again? And they spend the next like five to seven minutes, much like every band I'm in at yeah. Soundcheck. Let's, can we fucking figure that out real quick? And maybe we'll throw yeah. that like, and, and you know, they're all fucking around like, no, 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 go to that part. That's this part right in there. It was really fucking cool to see that because now I don't feel like a complete asshole when I do a sound check and we do that, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, it was fun to, fun to see that experience and they all sounded great. And but, civilians need to understand that. that yeah. Musicians, even though we wrote it and yeah. sometimes have played it hundreds of times, it's not like a bicycle. When you, like <laughs> like a, a few years later when you're like, oh, yeah, that song. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, it, I've played 700 songs since then. I don't remember it. Sorry. But so, like there's oh, a trick goodness, usually yeah. where you're like, oh, the turn from C to G. Yeah. That's where the trick is. And you're, then the whole song gets unlocked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for me, it's a vibe thing. Oh, yeah. This is the uh, this is the queen section. And this is the oh, yeah, this is that right. section. This, this is, is the funky the, part. Yeah. yeah. This is the uh, this is the chic section. The Nile Rodgers. Um, and for singers, this is the iPad section because I have no <laughs> fucking idea what the lyrics are. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You uh, only have to learn like probably eight chords again. But I got to go through like 400 words. Hey, man, I'm a lead singer too. I know. <laughs> I got to do both, motherfucker. You got to do both and <laughs> tell everyone else what to do. Yeah. yeah totally. That whole band leader thing is a bad idea. But it was really fun to watch that <laughs> and hear the sound check. And, uh, I, well, come on, a, for extreme okay. fans, what were the songs? Okay. Um, well, they. Uh, First of all, what were the deep? First of all, songs? hold on, hold on. I'm gonna okay. get there. I'm, I'm really excited, man. No, yeah. Well, you I'm know, there with you with my a, poster. Put a towel like, down, Gary, we'll, Gary. We'll get to it. Uh, it's signed. It's gonna be go up, go up in the in the office here. Um, first of all, living color. I uh, like. We're standing right in front of him. Corey Glover is still. A fucking god singer. Yeah. The dude yeah. is, I mean, I remember seeing him as, I think I've mentioned it before, as Judas in a stage production of Jesus Christ Superstar. I'd seen Living Color in California, at, I think it was at the NAMM show or something like that, they did a reunion, and then flew home, and my first ex-wife, I have two of those at the time. That's the second time she's come up today. Drink. Drink. Um, had, had uh, um, you know, we had tickets to go see uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, and Corey Glover was Judas, and he was fucking amazing in both contexts, rock god and then, you know, uh, musical king, you know? Um, so he was amazing. Vernon Reed, uh, guitar player, um, I love the way he plays because it's like he is on the edge all the time, and it might careen off. And it, but yeah. somehow he's able to keep it on. Also, they, like the venue's fucking open. People are walking in and he's just walking through. He's like going for a snack or something like that. And he had a hat on. Nobody <laughs> was fucking. And I was like, holy fuck, there goes. And he did it. He did it. He walked through the crowd to walk into the front door of the theater one point in time. You know, I just didn't give a fuck. And I, I they, they were they were amazing. They were absolutely amazing. Um, so extreme. Um they played. Uh, they did a medley of stuff of the first record. They did. They did. It's a monster. They did all the hits from uh, Porno Graffiti. They did Hip Today from uh, Waiting for the Punchline. Of course, they did a bunch of uh, songs from uh, the new record from uh, Six, uh, the album with the gorilla on the front of it. Um, and I want to. So obviously, you've got Gary Sharon, absolutely incredible front man, fucking entertaining to watch, spinning around, climbing shit like. Like, man is, you know, I don't know how fucking, he's got to be 15 years older than, you know, he's got to be almost 60 at this point, or 50, I, 50, some, 50 something years old, 58 years old, something like that. 
and he's just fucking spry as all hell. They're all a bunch of svelte, muscly fucking rock stars. Do you um, want to know how old he is? Yeah. 62. Fucking Sharon is 62. 62. He Nuno's was 57. Yeah, I knew that. Um, he was wearing a knee brace last night because I, you know, I think he just had some surgery and stuff like that. He didn't miss a fucking note. He was amazing. But I'm going to give MVP to bass player Pat Badger because uh, none of those vocal harmonies work without Pat Badger on top. They just don't. I mean, he is uh, there, Michael Anthony. He is okay. So the 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 bass lines were all fucking. They play "Get the Funk Out," and he just had that. He's got that growly, fucking thunderous pick bass tone. Gorgeous. And then they would sing something, and they'd break down to like a three part harmony, and and he would jump on that top line like and, and not. And it was just anytime he would do it, I would just my whole face would light up from ear to ear you know like it's just it like stacked vocals yeah they sounded so uh, uh, so good and you know to have a four piece band sound that big and with that the, those harmonies uh which just it was like it was a it was a fantastic experience like that's one of the things that i missed with some of the 80s hair metal was um some those guys couldn't pull some of that shit off live you know, just because it was, you know, 12,000, you know, vocal parts. Looking at you, yeah. Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> mutt leg. Mutt leg. Mutt. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, and these, these three, these four fuckers, like, they had the massive rock quartet sound and uh, vocals going every rounds, you know, alternate parts. They would come in in different places and sing. It was just fucking excellent. Like, that was the thing that blew me away. Like, all the. I've seen good guitar players, but the vocals really fucking took it to the next level. I have level. a question. I have a, I have a question, Senator. Excuse me. Hi. Hi. Um, no, I have a question here. <laughs> Could you tell whether or not the vocals were corrected or treated? Yes. And did you care? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I could tell that they were treated. Okay, so I did take a look at the front of house position. Of course yeah. I did. So they, they had an Avid console, and um, they had a Rupert Neve um, preamp back there and a whole Waves uh, suite going on. For, so there was there was some treatment and sweetening going on. Sure. There were no backing tracks, except they had a couple of horn lines blaster and a couple of you know samples and shit like that going with stuff. But the vocals were all real. Right. Okay. Well, okay. There's a guy on YouTube, Phil, oh. um, from Wings of Pegasus. Okay. And if anyone wants to get into this, you really should go down this rabbit hole. And he is this guy on YouTube. It's, I, think the, I think his actual YouTube is Wings of Pegasus. Okay. But he basically will show you the audio, like, Without the, the audio sweetening. waves of of pitch correction, uh-huh. and he's doing it not only in on records or whatever, but he's doing it for live shows. Yeah, like in showing you how the vocals will stick to a four forty line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know everywhere, and like yeah. that's you humans don't do that. Like yeah. he's like, if you can't hear it, mm-hmm. let me show it to you. Yeah, and like how it can be really bad sometimes, and how it can be yeah subtle, but he's basically proving the point that. Everybody 
is really doing it. And and like maybe a lot of the artists don't even know. Yeah. That that's you know, happening. That, that, that like front of house is actually processing it yeah. before it goes out. Because you don't get the raw a lot of times. But yeah. like but I, it is so it's an amazing YouTube site to watch. Like some of the best singers, Michael Bublé and things like like he'll go through it and show yeah. you. And his whole point is like there's you lose something in the emotion of it, even yeah. if it's treated yeah. at all. And like why some singers are naturally flat and that's okay. Yeah. Robert some Plant. Are naturally sharp. Yeah. Yeah. That- and so I but I just wonder I wonder if like if you're seeing that, if you're hearing that at live shows recently. I don't know, especially with older bands, if they're dead on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that ain't it. <laughs> yeah, that makes me wonder about but like the flip the... side. The flip side is always like people just ripping Motley Crue because they can't sing anymore. Yeah, yeah, that, you know. Yeah, I get. I think it's okay. So there you was paid your money. I want to hear it right. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't know. There's a line. I think there was a real okay. So there was one. So that that stuff doesn't bother me. I you know like I'm there to enjoy a a, a, a live experience, and uh, I want to. I also want to enjoy it. And 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 pitchy uh, misdelivered. Uh, vocalizations and instrumentations. Uh, watching Poison or Brett Michaels fuck up every rose has has its thorn at Fiddler's Green because he forgot the words to the second verse, uh, and he hadn't been into like you know that really it it kind of took me out of the show. And I've, like I've watched Kirk Hammett. For, there's a great fucking I think it's a TikTok channel of of, of Kirk Hammett's uh, live fails, like him starting like nothing else matters and forgetting the guitar part and like fuck and then just yeah. gets on the and goes fuck I got to start you guys are gonna need to hear it twice now and it's like okay so when it's handled like that it's one thing but there's a way, there's there's a there's a way to fucking handle it and if you go see Metallica you know what you're getting into right yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's I'm not I'm not necessarily there because of fucking James Hetfield's vocal prowess he's another instrument in the band for me. But on a band where the singer is, you know, a focal point um, of the band, like Motley Crue, Vince Neil is a focal point of the band. Brett Michaels is a focal point of Poison, you know. Uh, Michael Bublé, his name's on the fucking marquee, you know. That shit's got to be got to be right. It's got to be there. Um, So anyway, that's my opinion. I find it funny that like it's. The the interesting thing to me is that it's so it's it's more off putting to me when there's someone who is not a great singer anymore or, or not putting in the work anymore uh-huh. or not naturally great yeah what, you know like there I I don't want to go and rip on names I, so I won't yeah but, but like not a naturally great singer but they did some good studio work and they've yeah. never been a great singer live and now suddenly you know when you go see their little tribute act that they're rolling around the country it's like yeah. oh wow look at him hitting that yeah. note good for you buddy yeah but it's but what it really gets me I think we all know who I'm talking about but but what really gets me is that you have great singers mm-hmm. who it's processed the shit out of that it becomes a perfect performance. Yeah. I don't want and that. And I don't want that. Yeah. And I do not want that. Like, yeah. it, like it's really, it's more noticeable to me from great singers when I hear it being processed yeah. a little bit because yeah. I'm like, no, this is a color section. Yeah. It's okay if you play a little bit around the notes yeah. here. And then I hear it going, you can hear yeah, the, hear the it, adjustment. I hear it pulling. Yeah, you know when that should be like a sadder flat note, and mm-hmm. 
You know, and yeah. this is all right. This is around the margins. This is for people like you and me. I, I don't think no, most I love this people idea. in the audience give a fuck about this. But yeah. But like it does bug me then because I'm like, no, you don't need that. It's a like a little flat is okay for you. Yeah. You know, this guy that's singing random band in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> random band from the eighties. Who's in lead singer named band of I don't, that I don't band. know. I don't know who you could be talking about. Uh, I'm... Lack of communication. All right, there you go. Yeah, that's that's it. My, um, you gave it away. It's I know, away. I know. It's I away. Know. Um, there was one thing that I, I noticed. I'm noticing of late um, a a distinct bitchiness amongst live crowds. Really? Oh well. Last night I dealt with a uh, a few uh, bitchy individuals. Uh, I had a I had a, a giant group of friends there. There was a whole lot of fucking oh, yeah, people you're there. Very popular. Yeah. I'm a I'm a very popular man, and so you know I ran into a couple of friends in the entryway. Um, uh, ran into you know like just a fuckload of people were there, and we had a good spot kind of in front of the board. We had a little bit of we had a little bit of space, and so I invited some friends to come stand and hang out with us. It's general admission show, right? It's GA show. We've been there, you know, since we, you know, we got the the VIP, we but got the sound check, we got right? so we got this thing. So we've got I've got some people that are, and I like invited some friends. Two people, two people. Invited them to come stand with, stand with us, and they walk in. They're like, "Hey, we're coming to stand." I'm like, "Great, come on in." And this lady behind me just goes, "Really?" And I said, "Excuse me." And she said, "Really? You're going to bring more people down here? We've been standing here longer than them." I was like, "I've been standing here longer than you, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? They're not they're not taller than you. They're not going right. to be in your way. It's not like I parked you." You giant behemoth of a human in front of them. Um, I didn't St. James it. I didn't St. James it. And exactly. So they were, and, and, and eventually they, like, this woman made them so uncomfortable that they said, don't worry about it. We'll leave. And then, and then, and then, you know, like, like, so I was just like, what? Okay, fuck it, whatever. And then I'm that not, lady went and got beer. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, no, she was standing there the whole fucking night. And then, you know, like, uh, Nuno was playing one of his big, you know, solo pieces. And, this was what I like. So he plays this. He's about to play this absolutely ripping thing that we all know what he's about to do. And he's talking about, he's like, he's like, where's all the guitar players of the night? And of course, there's a fuckload. It was all like, ah, you know, like he's like, I just wanted to, you know, like he's like, this isn't success in music being up here, putting this fucking instrument. That's a joy to play in your hands is success. And if you fucking love it, I just want to throw it out to there. And then, and then he said, and at the end of it, as a joke, he said, uh, "Wives, I need you to let your husband buy that extra guitar." Right? As a as a joke, right? And and this person behind me goes, "Ugh, what if it's the husband that's not letting the wife buy a guitar?" Oh, for Christ's sake! And I turn around and I said, "Nothing." But I just I gave. I was like, "Oh my god!" Did you shoot her a look? I did. I gave a little side because it was like you're uh, just because the really we have to be inclusive with this little thing. Yeah. Well, it was like I also understand the sentiment, which is, you know, like it doesn't matter. Like, it, you know, it just happened to be what he said at that moment. But the joke is. Yeah. Husbands. The joke is husband. The joke. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. So not this person was sake. very offended by the fact that uh, Nuno is uh, like uh, was or your uh, wife or your partner or your love. You know, um, for cry, your boyfriend. Yeah. It's not just about marriage. Like, and you, you don't know, have to go through the list. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a 
a person that will actively utilize inclusive language because I do believe that, uh, you know, in context it matters. That was not this context, in no, my opinion. It was but not. it was the it was the uh, the the it was the combination of all. Like if it had been one without the other, eh, who gives a? Sh- there's a certain piece of like whatever. But it was all of it all night long. Was this person that was just looking for reasons to fight with people? Yeah, yeah. You know, people suck, dude. <sighs> I've been out there. I uh, I was out there last night. Yeah. By the way, there were a bunch of people. You know who has the worst job in the world as a hostess? At a, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a host or a hoster <laughs> or what, you know. <laughs> but like as people come in dressed up to this nice restaurant yeah. without a fucking reservation. Yeah. Like thinking that they're going to be able to get in and they're like, yeah. do you have a reservation? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no. Well, okay, well, well, it's going to be a few hours. And then they leave in a huff. They make them feel like it's their fault that yeah. you couldn't just walk in and eat somewhere. And then in a nice restaurant, not just like a casual yeah. place. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I saw so many assholes last night that I was just like, I don't know about going out. I think dude. it's an entitlement know. thing. Like, uh, I mean, I wonder if it's like, we survived. Yeah. We're entitled to everything now. Yeah, is know. it post-COVID brain, you think? I don't, I don't know. I, I, okay, so I listened but like, to... Think a, about this. Think about this. If Nuno would have said... and w- <laughs> If Nuno would have said, hey, you know, this is not what this is about, being a guitarist or whatever, being up on stage. Mm-hmm. It's about putting the guitar in your hand. You're a success that way. Yeah. Hey, husbands, make sure that your wife can buy that extra guitar. Yeah. When that landed. fucking sounds stupid. It like landed. the majority is not that, mm-hmm. and that would be uber inclusive, right? Yeah. Or like, oh, I look what he, I see what he did there, and it's kind of like, like if you take the opposite of what he said, mm-hmm. and you were going to please this one woman in the side corner, yeah, you know, and then she would be like, yes, that's what I'm talking about, because I, I bet you anything, she doesn't have a guitar. She's just thinking that she should be inclusive. And like so many people get angry on the behalf of others yeah. that don't necessarily exist. Yeah. Yeah. That like they're, you know, the rest of the room was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, like if she actually was a guitarist, it was like, well, he left me out of the conversation. Yeah. I would almost be like, okay, lady, that's great. But that's not probably what happened. Yeah. I think I did say something about like uh, I, I something about like I believe that that's included in the sentiment of the of the expression, right? And right, uh, yeah, you know, and this was like um, something like that. I was uh, you know I tried to be a little bit me <laughs> about it, not not like totally like fuck you about it. You totally, know, totally. I would have been all a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was just. But the, oh, I'm sorry. Let me be inclusive to you. Yeah. You're also an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> is that 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 term is uh, that's gender inclusive? Yeah, anybody gonna... <laughs> can be an asshole to me. I think anybody can be a dick or uh, yeah or as well. Or a cunt. Yep. Oh. Cunty cunt 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 cunty cunt cunt. We're gonna cunt, we're gonna cunt, earn cunt. that tag that explicit tag today. That's funny. That's right. Um, they does uh, this episode have explicit content? Yes, it does. Cunty is cunt, it, cunt 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 on cunt, YouTube? Cunt, is this make content made for? Children, it is not. <laughs> you may hear this podcast, and and you probably just heard a bunch of beep 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 beep. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> uh, I love that. That's when when we when we make reference to somebody, we 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 don't want to say their name on the thing. It's like oh, 
you know, like this isn't, <laughs> you know, the few people like that. Um, shout out to Juliana again for giving us a recap from last week's episode. Again. Again. Totally. <laughs> The the last point. I love that we have a live listen along with Juliana in, in the morning when podcasts come out, where I get a text about what it was. I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, did we talk about that?" I, the the last sentence that she wrote, which was, "Nobody's buying their dildos with Apple Pay." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, is that a, is that something we? I, don't I didn't even know if we said that, but I'm like, I guess that's true. I don't know if that's, that's true. Is but it I a will random take your word for it? A random factoid she's just throwing out to us. Yeah. <laughs> and her dismount's always okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Yeah. I love that. Uh, that's when we're. That's when you're done texting with her. Is great. No, she's no. It's when she's done texting you. Yes. That's yeah. That's and when and she's usually done. it's about three sentences in. And she's got other shit to do. You know. Um, is Kelsey in today? I can't. I can't see the. She booth. is. She is. She is. Oh. She's wondering when we're going to get to these topics. We've. We've. Uh, I mean, are, are we going to spin the wheel? Which of the three do you want to get into? <laughs> What do you like? Uh, I'm opening it up so I can look at it again. Ooh. We have so uh, many things. So many things. Kelsey has her opinion, but I don't think she cares. Chart metrics stuff. By the way, here's another thing I heard last night before we get into this topic okay. while you're looking at it. Whenever I hear no disrespect or <laughs> Here comes no something offense, disrespectful. Here comes something disrespectful. <laughs> That's, you absolutely are disrespecting the, something. When I was no disrespect, but that chick is horrible. Yeah. It, like, it, you, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. No offense. But, but you're that horrible. guy... He yeah. smells. That's that's offense. Do you know what's You've funny? Is that's the that's the equivalent of um, when I like the older my older generation as a kid saying saying things like not to be racist, but it's like <laughs> you're about to I'm be not you're a about, racist, but, but exactly yeah, that just fuck off. There's yeah, a, you're going to. What it really uh, means, I, I realized this in this conversation last night. What it really <laughs> means is, don't get mad at me for what I'm about to say. Because I'm about to say something shitty. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> um, it's like the Bill birthday where yeah. he, he was like, you know, sitting in a restaurant with someone, and yeah. and he's on a date with someone, and they said, "Look, I don't mean to be racist, but he's <laughs> like, oh." Please tell me what you're about to say. I uh, can't wait for yeah. what you're about to say. Yeah. But she basically was like, there are a lot of Asians in this restaurant. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, it's a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> there are a lot of Asians in this restaurant. <laughs> he's like, and it wasn't even like a racist thing, like like not saying, look at all these Asians taking up all these tables and eating food. Like, it's oh not a racist God. thing to say. Yeah. There are a lot of Asians in this Asian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> It was kind of uh, anyway. That's I heard that last night. Uh, uh, no disrespect. Oh but. my god! All I right. was like, oh, here it comes. What's Kelsey's yeah. choice for us to talk about today? You know, in regards to the, I she mean, she thinks. Yeah, I don't know. You don't what know the Pandora she things. Stu's choice. Stu's choice. Yeah. Stu's choice. Uh, oh, there are three. Yeah. Chart metric numbers. One's fun, one's data, one's a lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, let's go with the fun one. All right. Let's go with the fun one. Yeah. So, band tech. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, Kelsey hates this one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, what is the stack 
that you use for your band scheduling. And I think this is important. I saw this on, I got into a big conversation with a bunch of people in the tribute band community Mm. about like, what the fuck is your problem with being able to figure out scheduling, how you contact the rest of the band members? Okay, so for a lot of the civilian population out there listening, a lot of times you say you got five members of a band and there's probably more, whether or not you have like roadies or managers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But so you get an offer on the table and you're like, okay, we got an offer for this place. It's on the 26th. It's three hours. This is the offer. This is the number. Yep. Um, is everybody cool with that? Are we good? Are you open? Yeah. So, you know, especially when you're booking a lot, a lot of times you got to check in with everyone to make sure that they don't have a vacation planned yeah. or there wasn't a night that they had planned or something like that. But how do you how do you go about that with the bands you're in? Um, do you have a Slack? Do you have like a Google Calendar? Do you text? Do you? Is it all of the above? It's all of the above. Yeah. It is all of the above. I have a Google Calendar, a Google Calendar that I ask people to put their days off. You know, because everybody's. Uh, a professional working musician. So, um, you know, if I'm booking, whether I'm booking my corporate project or I'm booking uh, one of the original projects I'm in, we, we, I have calendars for different bands. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that happens is if I, I've got, I've got like some, you know, like things set up that if this, then that kind of, you know, uh, automations that if I post something on this calendar, it goes to all of them that I'm booked. Right. 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 So, um, but you know, it even like, you know, it, it happens where, I mean, people do not, they, they book something and forget to put it on the calendar and you just this like, this is our concern. Yeah. And so it's going to happen. So you just suck it up and deal with it, buttercup, because people are people and they're going to make, they're going to make mistakes. And go, oh shit, I'm not available that night. So I have redundancies and department of redundancy departments and, um, you know, like just, I'm <clears throat> waist deep in, in backups because, yeah. because of that. This is what I would say is that most often in the projects that I work on, I will build all these things out, spend all of the time and explain it to everyone. There's always one person <laughs> who doesn't really know how to use the technology. Hell I mean, yeah. Like if you get into a band that has a Slack and there's someone who does not know how to use Slack, <laughs> it's worthless. Yeah. Because you still got one person left out. Or you do like a Google Calendar that auto-generates across all of your calendars yeah. and then sends a notification and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Inevitably, the drummer will not go in and put his goddamn schedule down. Yeah. Or or a lot of people don't really understand how, how the the like longitude of it mm-hmm. of like, yeah, it's February. I need to know what your July is like. Yeah. Yeah. Like not just next two weeks, mm-hmm. like I'm booking yeah. six months in advance. I'm booking a year and a half in advance at this point. Yeah. 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 I mean, so you got to kind of know and you got to kind of have a feel for your band members yeah. or the players that you hire to yeah. understand if they're sort of down for if I call you up and I'm like, hey, we got November 21st. Everybody cool? Yeah. That like whatever they would have mm-hmm. booked. That takes the precedent. The, the, yeah. the gig takes the precedent once they say yes. Yeah. Um, well, I've got. But a... then I also, I also, I always say that like I build all these systems, and and they end up having to text someone or call them anyway. Yeah. That's why you I have both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I always have. I have group. I have group threads. They're all labeled and named in the magic mirror. 
um, you know, like uh, depending on, on what project it is. But again, it's one of those things where the only person I can really manage is me. And as long as I do what I need to do... Well, that's to, very healthy, Stu. Well, I have a very good therapist. <laughs> um, no, it's like, essentially, at the end of the day, I have to manage my schedule. And if I make a mistake, that's on me. If somebody else makes a mistake, that's not on me. That's on them. Now, it might be fucking annoying, but I still have to, I have to manage myself, even in that moment, and be like, okay, I'm going to just fucking deal with it. Because I've had people, like, I'm saying, hey, are you ready to do this thing this weekend? What thing this weekend? Yeah, that's okay. This is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Is that this is what I wanted to get into? Is that do you on Friday text everyone of like, so I'll see you at six for sound check <laughs> because like yeah. so often, so often there's somebody that's like, what tonight? I thought it was the twenty first. Yeah, um, so I check have, the goddamn calendar. And so I will do the the way that it works is I get for I've got agents that do some things depending on which which project I'm working with. Um, I've got an agent that sends me a request. Um, I say you, I text everybody. I say, you have one hour to get back to me. If I don't hear back from you in an hour, moving on to the next person, my backups, which I can do in that project. If I'm like doing an original thing, um, I, I tend to ask for 24 hours to confirm. Yeah. Just because I know they're going to be fucking people like, Oh, sorry. I was in the bathtub with a a bucket of cheese and you know, rubber ducky. ducky. It's not a rubber ducky. Something not bought with Apple pay. Uh, <laughs> no one buys rubber ducky dildos with Apple Pay. <laughs> um, so it's I have to. What I do is I I make sure I do my due diligence with people and booking and tech, and they will get a detail sheet two weeks prior to the event that says this is what's going on. Please respond to this email and let me know you've received it. And if I don't get okay, it, so you use email. I use email as well, and I yeah. I, I if I don't get a. Confirmed, 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 confirmed from everybody in whatever project. Like the person that doesn't confirm gets a phone call from me. Yeah, and all yeah, in all, yeah, the yeah. whole the whole process of doing that takes twenty minutes. It's not a huge amount of time. Total of twenty minutes. You know, a minute here, a minute there, a minute this, like that kind of thing. It doesn't take that long to do that. But if I'm doing it fifty times a week. Yeah, that's a whole lot more. It is a whole lot, and you know the thing is, I've I've covered some startups who want to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. You know, tech people, and they're like, okay, well, what we do is we have a band management app. Oh yeah, right. And then the band manager puts it all in there, and it sends you notifications, and you get into the app. And I just every yeah, time I'm like, like nope. that's not going to work because there's that one guy. You know, it's another thing yeah. that they have to learn and update and the blah. Like, I get why you want to do it and put yeah. if-thens and, like, it's yeah. just not going to work. It's You have to have redundancies. But so do you use anything outside of, you know, calendars, email, text? Like, is there any weird thing that you use? Do you guys have – do you have group texts? Like, do you have yeah. band group Yeah, texts? we have band group texts. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that really helps. It does, and being able to do back that. Back in the day, you had to go one by one by one by one. Yeah, one by one. Oh, that's nice. That's, uh, one heard. by one, I wanna text that gig tonight. Perfect. There's our song. For those of you that aren't aware of how sync works, cocksucker would not have fit <laughs> into that song. Um, no, it's. Uh, I, I I think it's everything. And if you're trying to run uh, something like this. You, the more you consistently work with the same people, the more you recognize which person's going to be a fucking problem. 
And if, yeah. and, uh, you know, like I was talking to a friend of mine about, um, uh, they're dealing with um, some 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 drama in a project because one of the people in the project um, is having a hard time physically keeping up with uh, like we'll say things like yeah we're not playing that song again because I can't do it twice and right, like so like right. like, like uh, there's a there's a problem and me and me or you if we have a problem with a person like that or they're consistently not responding to things i don't give a fuck how great you are as a musician if you're a problem for me you will not work with me there are so many more you know and cuz there's well there's Next. there's so many there's so many more and it's like the the two the three things are are it's uh, competence character and chemistry and, com- and competence is the last item on my list because if if you're uh, if you we vibe as people and there's chemistry and there's chemistry there, um, and 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 you are also able to, you have enough character to respond to me in a reasonable fashion and make your efforts. You don't have to match mine totally, but at least match it kind of you know like get close do your due diligence and confirm things put it on your calendar and. Uh, that kind of stuff. Then the other piece I can take care of. I can almost teach you to be a better musician. I can get yeah. you to the competence piece. I can't teach the other two. And if I don't have that in this, and the first thing that happens is if I'm, even if I'm reaching out to somebody and doing an audition with like, Hey, I'm looking for singers. I need two YouTube links of you performing and in a direct message within the next 45 minutes uh, with your name, contact info, email address, and any website. I've yeah. given several pieces of information in there. I need YouTube videos. I need your and contact info, and I need it in a direct message. And if I get a bunch of comments saying, tell me more about this, I'm, I'm like, you're fucking out of here. You didn't read the directions. What's your email? <laughs> yeah, what's your email? That's not what I, that's not what I said. I just gave you just the gave instructions. Just gave you the instructions, and you didn't yeah. read them. And that's my first... Because I get to yeah. make those decisions. And I think that that's part of the, the conversation that gets missed is at a certain point, it's not just about the, like, I need, to, I need something to manage this. The other people have to manage their shit, too. And if they're not going to do that, you cannot make them and you will not force them to do that. Yeah. And if some, you start off on that, like, that's, get the fuck out. It's not going to get better. <laughs> yeah. You know, when it gets more complicated, yeah. like, that's pretty easy. <laughs> I, I would add another C yeah. to your list there. Is and it that's cunt just again? Be cool. <laughs> be cool. Yeah. Be cool, Like, bitch. that's half of it. Just be cool. Yeah. yeah. If you're late, be cool. If other people are late, be cool. Yeah. If the manager, if the venue owner's bad, if yeah. fans... You got to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that takes care of half of the shit. Yeah. Like be cool if I'm if I if I need something right away if I need a yes for me be cool yeah man you got yeah. you got to just hit me back and the same thing is don't, true with don't be passive aggressive and shit just yeah. hit me back the same thing is true with us as the managers of that um, and I know sometimes it's it's challenging to be cool like I've lost my cool on the only reason I've lost my cool is when I didn't get what I asked for several times. Um, I, I did. I did. I did one. I did one gig. There's two. There's two examples of this. Number one, I was running a sound check at a big theater. It was my project. It was the Stu Miller and his moderately sized orchestra. So I have 13 people on stage. Right. And um, I told the lead guitar player and the keyboard player. I told everybody, I'm running the sound check. If you are noodling while I'm trying to run the sound check, I will unplug your instrument and I will ask you not to come back. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I wasn't going to be that dramatic. I will, I will, I will turn you off. 
I will turn off your amp. I will unplug your guitar and you will not be allowed to touch it until I, until I'm done. And every time you noodle after that point, I'm going to bill you a hundred dollars for wasting my time. (laughs) I had two guys on stage who wouldn't stop fucking noodling and I turned their instruments off. And I said, shut the fuck up or get the fuck off my stage. I was totally like full diva. No, that's not diva. You you were clear about your expectations. Yeah. They broke them. And the other one was I I was doing a gig they where I was clear f- about disrespecting you. That's yeah. the way I feel about it. Yeah, I was clear. I was clear, and you're clear that you don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then we're done so here. We'll go to the next level here. Um, <laughs> the other one was I was fronting a thing, and I said, "Listen, there's three songs on this set list that I cannot play and sing at the same time. I am tonight. I'm a lead singer. You guys are the guitar players." I'm going to be the focus this way. And I had to keep stopping the show to make sure one of my two musicians Ooh. could play the Ooh. parts that I had asked I them to learn. And uh, we hit one song in the night, and I turned out, I was like, you guys ready? And, and they literally did the Spider-Man meme where they pointed at each other, <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and, you know, didn't have the parts down. And I had to... I, I lost my shit. I said, I asked you guys for one fucking thing, and you didn't do it. So I I pulled my amp box out, I plugged a guitar in, and I fucked my way through this song and sang it at the same time. You know, it was just, and it was like, so again, the, the, the character piece of that, if you can't manage the, the, the small piece of scheduling and working with me as I, as I've chosen to work a very efficient process right i can't trust you to do that thing i need you to do at a live show brutal (laughs) brutal (laughs) it's just brutal dude it just pisses me off so much i want to fire him right now (laughs) um i will i will give them uh, a degree of uh of uh um yeah, the, the grace here. One of the gentlemen was dealing with some really extreme familial issues at yeah. the time, and uh, the other the other gentleman had had some similar things going on. But they they kind of told me it was going on, but said they would. They, they, oh no, we definitely want we no, definitely want the gig. No problem, you know. Yeah. And so it's and so it did turn out to be a problem. And I now know better from these people. If they tell me something's going on, I may go, listen, I need you to take care of that because I can't have you on my event. Yeah. I mean, it'd be no different in any other job. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, yeah. Go home. You got you to get it. Yeah. It doesn't, okay. We got another guy. I got another guy. And it's not like, I mean, I would much, the thing that or would. Or girl. <laughs> or they. I, the thing that that says <laughs> to, to me. To the lady is, standing behind oh, Standing over my screen. left shoulder. It's like I could just feel my ears just on fire. She's glaring at them. But the thing, if like somebody says to me, if somebody says to me, I'm available that date, I, I, or somebody comes to me and says, hey, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. That's going to signal to me that they have more integrity and character, um, the kind of integrity and character that I need in my project, because I would be like, that's also being cool. That's also being cool. And I would care more that you take care of yourself than and go, I know I don't have the bandwidth for this today. I can figure it out. It's respecting you. It's Mm -hmm. respecting the fans. It's respecting the client. Whatever. Yeah. That's and okay. So, very quickly, I also think that so when it comes to band tech and comms and all the rest of it, not only is timely uh, that's part of it, right? Yeah. Like you got to have you have to 
be able to at least know that you're looking at your phone every now. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know you want to you know go off the grid or whatever, but if you're in the music industry, you got to kind of check your shit. You got to check your phone. You got to check your email. Yeah. You got to check the Google. You whatever. Yeah. So. But I think it's really important that it is not an excuse to not know how to use any of this. Oh, I don't know how to get into my Gmail so I can check the calendar. How does that work or whatever? Go fucking YouTube it. Yeah. Seriously, you're an adult. You play an instrument. You learned how to play an instrument. You know all of those notes and tech around that and your your pedals mm-hmm. and how the, you know. How, yeah. I, like, if you know how to do that, you can figure out a Google calendar. And, and so, because I've had some people that were involved that were like, all they would do is use Facebook Messenger. And I'm like, I will not <laughs> use that. Yeah. And they're like, well, but that's what I use. I'm like, well, great. Go start your own project. Yeah. But, like, this is the way we do it over here. Yeah. So. So don't get too into the tech weeds, but you got to know how to use them and check in with stuff and be cool, man. I agree. Be cool. There is a de- there's a, a, a degree of onus, not anus, onus on Ooh. on the on the people involved in the project to manage their shit so that they can be part of the of the of the thing, right? I mean, I've got a I've got a, a couple of musicians that are self-professed luddites. I'm like I don't know how that works. And I'm like, yeah. okay, um, let's, I said, it's up to you to figure it out. I mean, I, I can give you a, if you'd like to get on my $300 an hour tech course, I'm happy to show you. Right. You know? Right. But God, yeah, I no. feel like that's so worthless because then they come back and they ask anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to sink of the week. Yes. Sir. That is the topic. Sink of the week. I'll go first here. Give you a little time. Oh no. I have, I have mine up because I believe it's from the same show this week. <laughs> Oh, really? I just started it. I, a double like shot. I, th- I think it's between you. I think you're on a later episode than I am. I just started it, and there was a lovely placement within the first 15 minutes of the beginning of the show. There are a lot of lovely placements yeah. in this show. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'll go. Yes. Well, wait a minute. I don't, now I don't know if I'll ruin the whole show for you. You won't ruin the whole show for me. I, you can't okay. ruin anything for me. I decide how I feel about things. <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> Learn how to work a Google Calendar. Let me tell you how that makes me feel when you decide. Um, All right, so mine is from (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yay! Or Ms. Or Miss. (laughs) Sorry. That lady's going to bug me all day long. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that in your mouth. No, that's that's her fault. That's not your fault. No, it's her (laughs) fault. Again, why would you go out in this world and spread that negative energy? Don't be that person. Don't be that cunty cunt cunt. Okay. So mine is from Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, it's the brand new series. Um, Donald Glover mm-hmm. is behind it, basically mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. It yeah. is a super fun absolutely uh, reboot, but a reimagining of yeah. the show, uh, of the movie that you may remember from Bradley Pitt and Angelina Jolie, uh, sort of CIA people who are married mm. or thrown into a married couple. And um, they both don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And uh, hijinks ensue. Is that fair? <laughs> it's fair. I think that's ensue. a pretty good. How's that for a log line? Like, put that on the like the dust jacket, you know. <laughs> uh, so mine is actually from the finale because I'm done. I loved. I. I look. I. It had. It's got its. It's got its bumps. This is not perfect, but it's season one. I don't know how it's going to go from yeah. here. But mine is short and sweet. From Brittany Howard. Yeah. It's in the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany Howard, uh, she of Alabama Shakes mm-hmm. fame, has a new solo record out, um, and she's basically a solo artist now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a multiple Grammy winner, but Brittany Howard is fantastic, and you should get 
get get into her music. There's a great song called Short and Sweet that really, really sets the tone for this scene. Um, Jen Malone is the music supervisor. Is that who you got? Yep, as a that's who I got as a soup as well, Jen Malone. <laughs> yeah, and Jen Malone is great. Jen has won a lot of awards. She's mm-hmm. very much... Um, uh, uh, a person that is forefront in in female independent music supervision. Yes, she does great branding for all of that sort of thing. And she worked on Euphoria. She worked on nice a, a whole bunch. She's worked on like a bunch of great stuff that you will you will definitely know. Um, and not the least of which was Atlanta, which is sort of the connection with uh, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah, so, yeah, fantastic. So there you go, Mister and Mrs. Smith. That is mine, short and sweet. Brittany Howard Stu. Mine is uh, the the first the. Right in the way in the first episode was the beautiful juxtaposition of Patsy Cline's You Belong to Me with the a murdered human. Um that I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that. Um and the and and leaning So to be clear, Stu is watching Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Smith and Mrs. As well Smith as well. Amazon well. Prime. Yeah. And uh I I I, I loved I, I love the way it's shot. It's very, very uh stark, which I enjoy. Very much reminds me of the early born kind of you know, yes. aesthetic. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, my placement was, uh, in episode one was you belong to me by Patsy Klein. Um, the way that it kind of, you get this, you get this mystery set up and then you get into how these two characters, your protagonists are put together and the, what that song is about and how, yeah, how the, they manage the, uh, I don't want to give anything away about because in, right. in the in the in the movie version, uh, Brad Lee Pitt, I believe that's his name, the guy with the nice yes. face, and yeah, uh, he's okay. And him. Angelina John Voight, uh, Julie, a girl, uh, Angelina Voight. Yeah, that's she it. She could have yeah. gone so far so if far. she was a little better looking, a little more statuesque. Yeah, I mean, if they were a little bit more like you know, like like, like they were carved out of marble. Um, they, oh, terrific doctors! Yes, um, but anyway, uh, like they're 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 legit married and know each other and have been in a long term relationship in the movie. It's a little yeah. different with the TV show, and I really liked the this 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 song butting up against how they built into that, like how that relationship forms between the two protagonists. Yeah, that's what fantastic. I enjoyed about it. So, um, yeah, that was the, the same show. I'm glad that we're both. I mean, network television is about to kick off here in a couple of weeks. Now that Super Bowl is done, we're about to get into right. a new season of all your uh, uh, your majors, your ABCs, your CBS, your NBC shows. So I'm looking forward to the rookie coming back because we all know how in love with Nathan Fillion I am. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, so there'll be a so lot. That's, of, that's some, that's some foreshadowing. Yeah. Look out there. Yeah. Got a lot of shit coming up. I'm looking forward to all that. Well, the last one of the last syncs I had from network television was uh, "Mountain Song" by Jane's Addiction on the finale of that show last year. Yeah. And it was yeah. I was like fucking love it. Anyway, um, yeah. So lots of cool shit coming up on the televisions. And Jen Malone is the music supervisor for Mr. and Mrs. Smith yep. on Amazon Prime. Yep. All right, let's wrap this sucker up. Oh, boy. Hey, everybody, make sure to check out StuMillerMusic.com. StuMillerMusic.com. He, uh, for all of your mixing needs, for all your production needs, produce a record with him. Yep. Gotta, gotta. Look out the summer, oh. man. Look out the summer in that beautiful I'm get, studio. I'm getting close to being uh, to being full. So. Getting closer. So, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make sure and take a middle of the day off so we can go get tacos. Tacos and tequila, and we're probably gonna live stream that, y'all. Ooh, that's it's coming. Be fun. It's happening. Thank be like you to all the YouTube the... subscribers. Yep. We love you all. Remember to rate and subscribe. Give us five stars. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and the bell. Ding. 
Leave a and filthy leave a comment. comment. Filthy. Over on Apple Music. We approve all of them. See if we can get them all rejected. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> you can follow us anywhere. You follow people at Two Shots Music Pod with the number two at Two Shots Music Pod. You can also email us, Two Shots Music Pod at gmail.com. Two Shots Music Pod at gmail.com. And I don't think I've missed out anything. Anything else, Kelsey? She's on TikTok says, again. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, totally. She's on TikTok. <laughs> so until we see you next time, make sure to write a great song. Take care of yourself and others. And we love you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Love you, bye. Goodbye. <laughs>